and welcome back to So Talk to Me, our 48th episode. That's right, 48. Made it to 48. We made it. 48 episodes. Here we are. That's cray. That is if we actually get this episode finished. That's true. If it just crashes and burns, maybe we'll stay at 47 for a while. I don't know. We'll see. Forever. But if you're listening to this right now, then you know it's episode 48. How's it going? Pretty good, actually. Yeah? I feel like it's been forever since we recorded a podcast, and that's because it has been longer than usual. Forever. <laughs> a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but the listeners, oh, huh? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. I was just going to no. say that, but the listeners haven't felt that nope. because. So feels the same. That was weird. On top of things. Getting out in front of a podcast or an episode, that was weird. Because usually uh, we record on Thursday night and it's out by Friday morning. Yep. <laughs> so there is no lead time. It was last week. We actually sat down ahead of time. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're just gonna talk about ourselves for an hour, and so that's what we did. Yep, that turned out to be pretty easy. Talking about ourselves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. If you want people to like you, just ask them about themselves because people love talking about themselves. Yep. So hopefully, all of you like us because we talk about ourselves. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not how it works. It's the other way around. But we also inter- uh, encourage them to talk to us about yes. their questions and yes. such. So, mm-hmm. And we did get an email, which is pretty cool. We did. Which we have not replied to. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> uh, it's been on my to-do list, but I haven't done it. So. I don't know why I'm whispering. Sorry. Your reply will be in the mail after this sometime. In the mail. In the mail. The email. The email. It, the electronic mail. So what was folder. the email? What did it say? Who what sent it? What did it say? Jacob sent it. It's from Jacob, and I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. Sorry, I have a weird last name too. Uh, Thigpen? T-H-I-G-P-E-N? I think, yeah, that's it. Because I've okay. heard that name before. You have? Uh-huh. Okay, I haven't. We're probably in a couple of the same Facebook groups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the name looks familiar. Um, but I just wasn't sure how to pronounce it. And I know it's like a whole like Bracolo thing that I get all the time where it's like, oh, you don't know how to pronounce it. And that's great. Um, <laughs> it's easy. It's just broccoli with an O. But, uh, anyways, sorry, Mr. Jacob. Um, thanks for the email, Jacob. Thanks for the email. We, yeah. Made us feel special. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it is encouraging hearing from people that to, you actually like to listen because we, we like to make it but um you know feedback is nice too yes so thank you sir um so he has a couple what he calls topic requests so they're not necessarily questions in terms of like oh yeah this is a quick question but like he wanted to see him brought out his full topics the first one was how did josh handle geez i can't even talk <laughs> The first one was, how did Josh handle helping you grow in your theology when you were new to Calvinism? Dun, dun, dun. So the next one is, he said that more stuff like uh, 48, which I'm assuming he meant 47, because this is 48, um, because it was great. So just, we'll keep that as a mental note. Talk about ourselves more. <laughs> uh, we can do that. Integrate that a little bit more. And then uh, his suggestion was for episode 50, because we're coming up on 50 episodes, guys. That's yeah, crazy. I know. Um, he said that we should have some of our family on. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd hmm. be interesting. I'd have to think through how to do that. Yeah. With our current setup, because, yeah, we're we're pretty chill. Uh, like, it's literally, we put the kids to bed, sit and down. And what family? Like, is right. does he mean, like, have our kids on or have... Oh, I assumed he meant, like, our... our our, uh, what's the word? Like immediate? Yes, like, immediate, that's the word. Well, they are. You our knew. kids are our immediate family. Right. But also like brothers and sisters, people yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'd have to, we'd have to set something up and, and nail it down. That would be, that would be kind of cool. 
Yeah. Thank you for the j- suggestion, Jacob. We'll uh, we'll take a look at that. <laughs> See what we can do. Getting some guests on. That is a good idea. I've thought about that a few times, like just having some guests. But I haven't thought about like topics in which I would want certain people to discuss. So yeah. I need to think about that. Yeah, more, we'd honestly. actually have to plan stuff out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not good at that. Well, we did it last week. So, I mean, we we can do it on occasion. We've been known to plan. But uh sometimes. Yeah. Not School often. starts up again next week or technically I'll get all my uh coursework tomorrow. So, school starts tomorrow. So, I don't know if if uh, we'll be School able to do that. Starts too. Not AISD though. I think they start on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Jacob, for your email. It was very encouraging. Yeah. And and don't think that this is the reply. We will actually send you a reply. I'm just (laughs) I've just procrastinated. I've been in chill mode. Not really. I've actually been doing a bunch of stuff around the house with the time off. You have been. Um You've been productive. Yeah. Yeah, and restful. Exactly. There's always stuff to do. So, uh, yeah, I've just been putting off other things, <laughs> like anything related to work and emails. <laughs> so, sorry about that. We will reply. So, how how you been? What's going on? Uh, been good. Um, let's see. So the last episode we recorded was before you went out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. There was that. Being, having you gone for, was it five days? Mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting. Interesting. That's a <laughs> nice word. <laughs> well, like, during, the days were pretty much the same, because, you know, you're. I work. Normally, yeah, you're normally at work and I'm yeah. normally at home with the kids by myself. So that wasn't different. But um, just not having you here at night sleeping next to me or just like knowing that you're like not in the house at all. Because we generally don't tend to go to bed at the same time. But at least I know that you're there. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um. But you weren't there. So sleeping nope. just wasn't the best for me that week. Well, we've got two dogs to help fend away anyone that busts in our door. Um. Yeah. Okay. They're tiny and they do nothing. Yeah. They just yap. That's it. Yeah. Swanson probably weighs like 12 pounds. <laughs> He's a small dog. So. And Missy She's even smaller like than two, that. Because <laughs> she's skin no. and bones. Okay. No. Um. But then you got back. I did get back. And um, here I am. Well, this this will drop tomorrow on a Friday. So you got back last Friday. Yep. And then you went on vacation mm-hmm. this Monday. This, yep. Yeah, so this past Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's been awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I love having you. What else? Oh, well, Monday, since you were off, you stayed home and allowed me to go out and have a day to myself. And it was awesome. (laughs) At first, I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I just don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm actually going to be by myself and I have no idea what to do with my time (laughs) that I'm out of the house. Um but I ended up going to a little cafe and having brunch by myself. I've never actually done that and gone to a restaurant by myself and sat and eaten by myself. Since we've been married. Yeah. yeah. No. I, at all. At all? At all. Ever? Ever. I've gone and gotten food and like sat and ate it like maybe in my car or like gone and gotten lunch and then come back to work and eaten it at work or something like that, but never like obviously been by myself in a restaurant with other people around. Never done that. Mm. It sounds suspect. Nope, I don't know. Never done it. 
because I've always felt really awkward about it. Uh, like I, it's the same with the movies. I've never gone to go see a movie by myself. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I didn't feel awkward about it at all. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was going to feel awkward about it, and then I like sat there and was just like, I was just looking through emails and responding to stuff, and then my food came. Well, and I was sipping on my chai tea latte and then my food came and I ate my food and like I actually got to sit there and eat my actually hot food (laughs) with no interruption. I didn't have to get up and get anybody anything. It was wonderful. (laughs) I just sat there and I ate my food and enjoyed my time by myself and I didn't care that I was alone. And there were other people there who were alone, just sitting there by themselves, eating on their laptops or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a millennial it nice. generation. And then... Dating your devices. <laughs> oh, that's weird. And then I went to um, a resale shop downtown that I hadn't been to in years and found a f- few pretty awesome things. And then I went to Target by myself. It was just awesome. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you've just been off this whole week. So you've been at home hanging out with us. And I just, I love spending time with you. And the kids love being with you. So it's just been an awesome week. Yeah. And today we spend most of the day outside just hanging out. It's pretty cool. Kids playing in the pool. Yeah. I uh, I made another fire in our fire pit. Not that we needed the heat, just that we had a bunch of shrubbery that needed to be Purposefully burned. Purposefully this time, not accidentally. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Purposefully. Uh, <laughs> so that was cool. Ollie liked the huge fire too. He liked watching it. Even if it did get ash everywhere. But it did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But that's fine. It was, it's, fire is just cool, guys. I don't know when the last time you started a fire was. But that's my reco for this week. Start a fire. That's such a man's thing to say. <laughs> start a fire. Just go start a fire. It's so cool. Um, it's amazing when you get a big fire going. Like, I mean, you know, we have a fire Please pit. be safe. Yeah, be safe. Well, of course. That goes without saying. But start Use a fire. Use common sense. But start a fire in the middle of your living room. Just do it on the floor. Do it now. Just go. Not a dumpster fire. Don't, don't do it. Um, yeah, so we've got this fire pit. And so, you know, like... It had literally come to above where the pit, uh, where the the this, the rocks of the pit are, um, just the shrubbery that was there. So, put some uh, put some paper in there and lit the paper, and boom! After a while, everything caught on fire. It was crackling. It was real nice, and it's amazing how hot fires are. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Uh, <laughs> uh, I just realized what I said right after I said it. <laughs> But I mean, like, seriously, you can stand like three feet away and you're just like, dang, this this is crazy. So it made me think, I know this is so lame. And it was like 90 something degrees outside. Right. Yeah. It's already hot. <laughs> it's already hot. But then having that on top of it, it's just like, dang, this is, it's crazy how um, you don't even have to be that close to the fire to to really get burned. Um, but then the smell reminded you of camping. Yes. That's a very nice smell. Probably we're like, not, we need to go camping. Yeah. Yes. I want to go camping. Um, probably not while it's 90 degrees outside. Mm, nah. Might not be. That might uh, not be a very restful uh, night under the stars with our children. <laughs> um, but that would be that would be pretty fun. Anyways, did I, I, I might have interrupted you about starting a fire. I don't know. You were the one with the Texan accent. But yeah, so it's been a cool week. We've enjoyed it, um, and then and yeah, today it's been pretty chill. Like like you said, we spent most of the day outside, so it's been a nice chill ninth anniversary. Happy anniversary, babe! Happy anniversary. Yeah, so we were married nine years ago today. That's pretty crazy. I know. It's also crazy that we're old enough to where like we didn't really do anything today. 
which is pretty nice. We just chilled as a family. Yeah. Um, although that being said, we did go on a date on Tuesday and we're planning another one on Saturday. It's so true. we've got things that we're doing. It's just not like as, but you know, five year anniversary. We went to Ireland for 12 days. So awesome. <laughs> uh, but we didn't so go on our anniversary. We went in September. Late yes, September. that's true. That's true. We did wait. But, um, you know, so, it well, it's just how it goes. Next year's 10. That's weird. I know. Uh, I don't want to think about that. That's crazy. Because we'll still have young kids. <laughs> um, so, where was I going with that anniversary? Nine years craziness. I don't know what I was going to say. We were oh. babes. Yeah, yeah. 20-year-old babes. Right. If you want to hear our story, listen to the last episode, which I'm sure you already have. Um, oh, yeah, on Tuesday. That's what I was going to say, is that on Tuesday, we went out and we saw a movie. We haven't done a movie review on the podcast in a while. That's true. We saw Won't You Be My Neighbor. It was so good, you guys. The story of Dr. Fred Rogers. It was so good. I don't know if he was a doctor. I cried a lot. And laughed. It was good. It was good. It was good. It may not be in theaters for much longer. I know it, it was kind of a limited release yeah. deal. But it seems like they've released it in, in more theaters since. So it may still be in theaters. I don't know. Um, I was actually really surprised that you wanted to watch it over Incredibles 2. Because when Incredibles 2 came out, I remember you saying that you wanted to go see it. But, um, nope, Mr. Rogers won out. And... uh you know, I can't fault you because it uh, it's a good movie. It was very inspiring. Yes, definitely. That is that is a good word. Yeah. yeah, I don't... With the way that they portrayed his theology, that was a point that you made, that it wasn't like straight from his mouth, so we don't know if that's actually what he... If that's like a correct portrayal of what he really believed, but... With uh, they just sort of made it sound like he believed that people were inherently good. Um. Yeah, I think I think the statements, ah, man. So the theological statements that were made in the movie were, like you said, it, it wasn't necessarily from his mouth. He made it, he might have made one or two, but because they were devoid of context in the context of the documentary. It definitely felt like the, they were thinking about the wide audience of the movie was going to uh, be to go out towards, and so they were trying to kind of like water it down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Because, like, okay, um, you know, one of the things they talked about is, you know, the core of Christianity is is that we're all brothers and sisters, or that you know we're all sons and daughters of God, or something like that. You know, and it's like that we all have inherent value because we're, um children of god or something like that yeah yeah or that we're all inherently good and so there were statements that were thrown out like that where it's like okay mm. if what you mean is we're not sinful like we're actually good then no that's yeah. wrong but if what you mean is we were created good like because of the imago de- because of the image of god that that god has created us in his image and he calls us good you know, he called humanity, he called everything that he made good. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about that, then yes, I totally agree. Yeah. It's just that we messed it just, everything up. It was up. just very vague. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and, and yeah, I think it was intentionally so because yeah. like, oh, you know, they weren't out to make a a, a manifesto of Christianity. Mm-hmm. They were they were just out to make a documentary yeah. about Fred Rogers. And for anyone who didn't know, I didn't know. Uh, I had heard about it, but... um he uh, was in the Presbyterian church. He was actually planning to go to seminary after well, he college. was an ordained. Yes, minister. that's right. That's right. He was ordained, but he was planning to go to seminary. And he did go to seminary. He did. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I thought he didn't so that he could do the, the show so that he could go yes. into TV. Yeah. He, but then he, he was going back. to go. He didn't so he could go into television, but then he took a break and went to seminary. There you go. Take a took a break and went to seminary. <laughs> I don't know if that's backwards, uh, because yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, 
So, yeah, so he was in the Presbyterian Church. It didn't talk about the the specific denomination of Presbyterian Church, so I'm not sure. I'm sure a quick Google search will answer that question for me, but I don't know off the top of my head. Um, So, yeah, any... His, the Christian, the statements about Christianity within the movie were kind of wishy-washy. Yeah. um, Because that wasn't the focus of the movie. Um, A lot of the movie just kind of made it, uh, was more just like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, look at all the good that he did. Man, wasn't that guy a Christian? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To where it's just like, uh, that's not what Christianity is. Right. (laughs) It's not about our good works. Though I completely agree. You said you said this earlier. It, it was an inspiring movie, and I agree. He did do a lot of really good things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting down what he did. And he, um, he just outwardly loved people very, very well. Right. Yes. Which was the very inspiring part for me. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. There was a, a, the funniest part in the movie is when one of the camera crew is talking and um, he he looks like more of like a rough guy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, he's got tats on his arms. The way he even sits is just kind of like not hunched over, but but real casual. And you can tell he, you know, just, just the type of guy that he is. And he he used a little bit of colorful language. Yeah. And he basically said, like, there were kids in the studio that were brought in the studio that were jerks. And Mr. Rogers was always like super nice to him. And he was like, I would have just told him to get the heck out of there. Like, <laughs> like get this kid. This kid's a jerk. Get him out of here. Uh, again, with much more colorful language, <laughs> which is what made it so funny. Um, but yeah, so, so you got the side of it that it wasn't all like that. It, it was wasn't difficult. for the camera. Like he was actually a really kind, loving man. Right. To everyone. Yeah. Like, and that that's it was, how he was in real life. Yeah. And that it was difficult to do what he did. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it was just a cush job mm-hmm. where, you know, he came in nine to five and, and just did his thing in front of the camera and went home. Like, yeah. He composed all the music. He did the voices for the puppets. He wrote the scripts. He wrote the scripts. Yeah. He was the, you know, main star of the show. Like, it's insane. He did <laughs> it's so insane. Much. He did over 900 episodes, guys. That's crazy. 900 episodes of TV where he was like writing and it's yeah, it's insane. Yeah, we've started showing the episodes to Oliver and Josie and Ollie loves it. Yeah, um, I was surprised at how quickly they took to it because Mr. Rogers is a slower show, mm-hmm. you know? Like it it's not um and they're used to like cartoon colorful exactly we, we watch ducktales mm-hmm. you know um which is yeah just a very different type of tv show uh, much more energetic and yeah colorful but no they i mean yeah ollie took to it really quickly he thinks it's really funny how he says my neighbor <laughs> um after you know like two days he's already like he thinks it's funny so yeah sings the song so, Mr. Rogers, guys, good stuff. It is good. Uh, yeah, if you can go out and see it, it's 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 worth a watch. It was or a good just movie. like rewatch I don't, some episodes on YouTube or something. Like when they were talking about the different issues that he touched on within the show, I'm just like, dang, this dude is brave. Like he addressed. Um, he created an episode where he addressed um, the assassin. Bleh, I said that so horribly. Assassination. 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 <laughs> of um, Kennedy. And what else? Oh, and also an episode when uh, the, uh, what, what was the space shuttle called? The Challenger. There you go that blew up um that was crazy i didn't realize one of the people on the uh on the challenger was a high school teacher yeah i didn't that realize crazy. that either that's crazy was that another part where you cried yes yeah yeah because yeah, well they, they showed footage of like her high school her class who were like watching yeah wa- like watching at the time when she died like they literally saw her die in that explosion yeah just like 
Yeah, I cried a lot <laughs> because I'm just like, I love, love, love. I have, I have a big heart for children and especially special needs children. So like whenever there was a special needs kid on there that was like talking to him and he was just being so loving and so kind to them, just tears were rolling, you guys. Just tears, just tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's even a part in the movie and we're like spoiling the entire thing. Sorry. <laughs> Um, there's a part in the movie where he talked about like the, the person who, um, like who inspired him the most. And he basically just like, uh, he talked about the, the kids with special needs the most, like, yeah, the ones yeah. who had the most needs mm-hmm. were the ones that inspired him because they were the so- ones yeah who struggle mm-hmm. in, in life the most. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, it's crazy because you watch the documentary and you see all that he had to do, like all the work and all the time that he put in and how like passionate he was about his work. But then you also hear from uh, from other people who talk about him that he was like, th- they call him a rich kid, you know, a couple different people in the movie. So yeah, like he, he was, ki- rich, yeah. right. So he was kind of like pampered as a child. So I think that adds another dimension of like, he didn't have to go through the things that some of these other kids did. Now that said, they did also mention that he had a lot of childhood diseases. Um, so maybe, maybe there was some like kinship yeah, there. He was sick a lot. But anyways, he just had a really amazing perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah. Highly recommend that movie. Yeah. Good stuff. And just watching the show. I watched mm-hmm. it as a kid. So it's, it's very, nostalgic to watch it with the kids now yeah yeah it's nice i well i was telling you this as we were driving back from the movie is that i we watched it and i enjoyed it but i only liked the parts like the first half of the episodes i didn't like any of the make-believe stuff i felt like that stuff was boring and it's like i I just want to see the real stuff like when he (laughs) interviews people when he goes different places like that's the stuff that I enjoyed. I I I didn't care about the the make believe voices because the voices got on my nerves and the puppets. It seems were like weird that's what Ollie just, enjoys the most too. Yeah, I don't know because he's ever since y'all watched that like episode about making orange juice or yeah orange juice. He's just been talking about orange juice. Yeah, and then it. we watched one today about um, elephants. Mm-hmm. Where he went to a zoo and they washed elephants. He was just so into it. Yeah. Yeah. He likes learning. Yeah. Pretty awesome. All right. Well, uh, that's enough small talk. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Movie is good. Go see it. Well, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Any small talkish stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Not really. We can get into our topic. Main topic of discussion. Okay. Would you want to, would, would, what would that be? Um, well, it's kind of funny, but I've been watching through Boy Meets World on Hulu. Oh, okay. And... We're talking about Boy Meets World. <laughs> well, well, then. Not really. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really watch it as a kid. No, I, I didn't watch it as a kid, like at all, ever. So, anyways, I don't let really me continue with my say. point, please. Um, and I watched an episode where Topanga's parents had, like, they were, they had gotten a divorce, and they were getting a divorce, something like that. Um, and basically, it came out like what actually happened between them, and it was her dad had cheated on her mom, and so they were getting a divorce. Um, and I don't know why my mind made these connections, but it rem. It reminded me of when um, our pastor had said something about some statistic that was um, the big, the two big main causes of divorce are sex and money. Mm -hmm. And then I was reminded of something that you said, well, something that you reminded me about something that our old pastor had said. Yeah. (laughs) That was... The issue is never pastors, man. Yeah, <laughs> was something like the issue is never really the issue. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that, like, like are, are sex and money really like the main causes of divorce? Like, like how can that be? Like sex isn't a bad thing. Like money isn't a bad thing. Neither of those things have, are evil. So like, why would those things cause divorce? They wouldn't. It's, it's us. We screw things up, you guys. <laughs> it's us. It's our fault. So I was thinking like, yeah, it's not sex and money that would cause that. It would be our selfishness, our lack of self-control, our pride. Mm-hmm. Like the way that we misuse those things mm-hmm. that would cause divorce. Mm-hmm. So that that made me think of like, well, like how do you, how do you keep those kind of things in check? Like how do you keep your pride or your self-control, your selfishness in check? And that's dying to yourself daily. Mm-hmm. Taking up your cross, dying to yourself. Yeah. Anyways, thoughts on that? <laughs> thoughts on that. Well, that's a lot there. I mean... <laughs> Uh, Want to unpack geez. that with me? <laughs> well, totally got an episode title, Sex and Money. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, I, I think I think at least with that, with that statistic or with that idea um, that those are the two main factors in divorce, I think it has to do, I mean, like you said, it's, it's the misuse of those things, certainly, but it's, I, I think it's like issues surrounding those things. It's not yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily those things in general. Like, mm-hmm. it's issues with money. Like, one person spends more than the other person thinks they ought to, you know? That that people make poor decisions with right, money. Right, which and would that be causes... an issue of self-control or an issue yeah. of pride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then in terms of sex, just like one person wants sex more than the other. One person wants different types of sexual experiences in the other things like that where um where it causes issues or somebody commits adultery Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean yeah that's probably the main one um especially in the case of topanga's parents (laughs) okay we don't have to go back i was just explaining my train of thought i know get off of women's world I still just don't even, why, why Topanga? Why that name? Why, it just, I don't get it. Anyways. How is that a name? Anyways, back to the topic. Please. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about? Well, so any, those, those things within, in sex, like that would, that would still be like, you know, being selfish or not having, not exercising self-control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, if if we pick that apart, I think there's also a sense in which it is um, it is making what we want a need, if that makes sense. So, so a necessity, yeah, right, right, turning it into a necessity um, when it doesn't necessarily have to be. Now that said, uh, I think in a healthy marriage, you ought to be having sex, full stop. Definitely, like, that ought to be happening. If it's not, then something is wrong. There and... now there are seasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you you know, if you've given birth, you're not going to jump right back <laughs> into penetration nope. the next day. <laughs> okay, nope. that's not what we're saying. I think we're going to need an explicit tag because <laughs> you just use penetration in the way that everyone thinks of when you use the word penetration. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say sex because sex no, doesn't no, no, no. necessarily yeah. involve penetration. Anyways. Right, right. No, you use the word properly. <laughs> I'm just saying like that's usually used as an innuendo and you used it properly. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yes, no, no, no. There there are certain uh, times, yeah, when it when it's not, when you're not having sex. Definitely. The Bible even talks about um, when you're devoting yourself to, except for, times of devoting yourself to prayer. So so the Bible even has specific times. But I think the Bible also shows that in the regular course of um of married life that sex should be occurring. Right. Yeah. Um so man, okay, so these top obviously if these two topics are what causes the most d- divorces 
gr- grammar, man, <laughs> words. Um, if these are, are, are huge issues in the area, in, in marriages in general, right, then it, it would be pretty easy to come up with different scenarios to kind of push up against some of the things that we're saying. Um, but just know that talking about this, we are talking about like normative situations as well. So I'm not talking about in, 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 you know, like in abusive marriages. Okay. When we talk about money and talking about how you need to die to yourself, that doesn't mean if your husband is spending all your money on alcohol, you know, and, and getting drunk and partying all the time that you need to die to yourself and let him spend that money. No, that's no. not what we're saying. <laughs> we're not saying that if you're, and again, I'll just use the husband as a scapegoat. If, if your husband is, is abusive, that you still need to be having sex with him. Like th- th- those are extreme cases. We're simply talking about normative marriage cases. Yes. Obviously, that it's easy to talk about extreme cases when when you're talking about divorce as well, mm-hmm. right? I mean, but everyone feels like an extreme case when it comes to divorce, even though it happens so frequently. So, um, I think that's our premise: is that divorce happens altogether too frequently. Yes, and the root is that we're selfish. Mm-hmm. Is that um, we're often quick to just sever the ties rather than to work through our own issues right because wait just too often i I think people come to marriage as what can i get out of this relationship Mm -hmm. or like what can you do for me and i mean obviously in a relationship with unbelievers that's going to be more frequent but even in even in you know christian marriages like we have to die to self and and what i mean by that is that we have to we have to lay our way of doing things our um preferences yes there you go sorry <laughs> thank you like our preferences like we have to lay those things aside um, in, in the sense that <laughs> they're not like an end all be all. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. a preference. <laughs> right. Um, so if it's not, if something isn't done a specific way to your liking, it's okay. You're not going to die. Like you need to chill, not be selfish. Right. You know, not think about yourself all the time. Right. Right. If, you know, I'm sure we've said this on the podcast before, because I'm sure we've addressed marriage once or twice before. <laughs> um, but one of the main things that, that marriage does is that it shows you, because you're no longer on your own and just caring for yourself, for yourself, please take the, being particular with my words here. Obviously, you can care about people before you're married. But um, when you're only responsible for yourself, right, right. And taking care of yourself, then you don't have to have a back and forth or a confirmation or a discussion about every little assumption that you make. Right. Right. So, but when you get married, um, marriage is a great mirror (laughs) of your issues. (laughs) So I say that because I mean like your insecurities Obviously, your sin, mm-hmm. um, the things that you do that you don't That's realize are wrong until you get someone in close quarters living with you, and then they're able to point those things out, and then you get defensive because yep. <laughs> you didn't think you did that or because you don't think it's wrong, and then it just spirals out of control. <laughs> well, yep. it can spiral out of control, obviously. Um, the Holy Spirit is working in the life of the believer. Mm-hmm. So um, he can soften our hearts to uh, actually take that criticism well. But it's difficult. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it's not something we like hearing. <laughs> um, when I, yeah, when I'm, when it's pointed out to me that I'm too sensitive or, you know, that I can, 
I can dish it out, but I can't take it. You know, like it hurts to know like, oh yeah, I'm kind of just being a baby right now or I'm, or I'm being a jerk right now or, you know, it, um, it's not, uh, it's not pleasant. It's not the best of feels when you're, when you come face to face with, yeah, your issues. That's fun. Yep. That's fun. Yeah. And something that we learned before we got married when we were babes was that <laughs> in the womb. No. What we learned <laughs> the premarital womb. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. We uh another episode title. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Womb it is. Oh, shut up. We were uh it was explained that God or that marriage isn't about us. It's not about our happiness. It's about God. Mm-hmm. It's about glorifying God and being a picture of Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, um, if we're taking a look at the confessions, right, because that's where that's from, I would also say it is glorifying God and enjoying him forever. That's that's what our, you know, the purpose of us being here as right. people. So our enjoyment of God is a part of that as well. Like we don't, we don't say let we are certainly, you get married because you are going to receive enjoyment from the other person. Right. Like definitely. But if you're, if that is your pure goal is your own personal enjoyment, then that's going to cause a lot of problems, especially when the other person's goal is that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because sooner or later you're going to butt up against each other and, and um, whoever wants their pleasure more is going to fight tooth and nail for it mm-hmm. and cause problems. And that's going to wreck. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's going to tear you apart. So, so yes, I I agree that it is. I mean, your your first goal as a Christian is to glorify God. So the reason that you get married is to glorify God, right? Like you said, it's that picture of Christ in the church to put that out there for the world. But I also believe that we serve a God that is that is supremely happy, that is supremely uh, in enjoys. Like we see this, we see this picture even within the Trinity, within the Godhead of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, enjoying each other and loving each other and mm-hmm. and sacrificing for each other, you know. Um, and so I think that is an element of the marriage relationship as well. So I don't mean to say you know get right. married I, to anyone I, because it's all sacrifice. I wasn't saying and, right. that there shouldn't be happiness in marriage. Right. I'm saying it's right. not exactly about your happiness exactly there you go i just don't want to go you know full tilt the other direction and say you know it's all hardship and sacrifice and like no it is it is supremely enjoyable yes (laughs) but but there um, will be hardships yeah yeah maybe supremely wasn't the right word (laughs) i mean it in the sense of like a burrito supreme oh it's not the best thing ever but it is really good (laughs) wow that was a bad analogy (laughs) Yeah, it was. Um, All right. <laughs> so burritos. No, not no, burritos. Um. Yeah. So in 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 that sense, marriage is about glorifying God, um, and being a picture of Christ in the church. Um. Then we need to look at that in like every aspect you know, of our lives. Like, Mm -hmm. are we, you know, are, are we being selfish right now in, in this conversation, in this argument? Like, are we being, um, am I being, uh, (laughs) self-controlled, you know, during Uh, the day in like, am I, am I getting angry easily? You know, like, Mm -hmm. or am I, is my pride getting in the way? Like, did someone, did someone point out a fault to me and now I'm getting defensive because 
ouch, my pride. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have to constantly be reminding, and, and I guess this is sort of a cliche thing to say within the Christian world, but like we have to constantly preach the gospel to ourselves because if we lose sight of that, then we are no longer humble. <laughs> yeah. That that just completely takes all our humility away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, we we lose control. We get selfish. We our pride rears its ugly head. Yeah. Um so yeah, obviously it's not just not just in marriage, but mm-hmm. in every aspect of our lives. Right. Dying to self and making sure that we're glorifying God in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think when you have that that priority of glorifying God in all that you do, then marriage becomes a way to do that. Right. Like marriage is not the be all end all. Because I mean, even in, in the Christian world, um, you can idolize marriage really easily. A lot of people have. Mm. A lot of churches do that. Um you know, I, am I at fault of doing that? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Um, but you can you can make marriage your primary focus instead of making it a way in which you glorify God. Right. Like it is a role that you play. Certainly, it is something. It is something that um, if you're in the marriage relationship, then um, like definitely it's you're called to fulfill it. You know, right? That, that's God has that given you, to, you that role to right. glorify Him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it is a vehicle of which to glorify this is your ultimate goal, which is glorifying God right. instead of, oh, well, this is my marriage life and this is my, this is how I worship God is, you know, my ministry at work or, you know, whatever it is like, no, your, um, your role in the marriage relationship is made to glorify God. And mm-hmm. so how, so how am I best to do that? And that comes down to, honestly, that, that comes down to hard, um, like things that you have to think through as, as the man, as the head of the household and the, um, you know, the, I'm trying to think of the right words, but like as the leader of my household, like, is it more God glorifying that we, um, is it more God glorifying that we get the kids to bed early at night, you know, so that we can, uh, get some rest for tomorrow or is it more God glorifying that we stay up later um, and have a uh, family worship time or something like that? You know, simple things like that where you have to make tough decisions that it, it would be, it would be much easier to kind of brush some things under the rug or wait till tomorrow or justify, justify making um, decisions like, okay, well, my wife is tired. Um, am I going to, like have try and have a deep conversation about um about what God is teaching me. Am I gonna ask her about, you know, what if she's read her Bible today or something like that? Or am I just gonna let it slide and, and watch a TV show with her so that she can, you know, rest or something like that. You know, things like that that are not easy for me, full disclosure, you know? Like it's it's difficult. But if you see that as am I am I looking out for her or am I looking out for what God, what glorifies God the most? Ultimately, that's the same question because what glorifies God the most is what's best for her. Mm -hmm. But if you're purely looking at it from the standpoint of like, how can I make her happy? Then that's not always going to line up. Right. You know, if your ultimate goal is happiness in your marriage, well, you're not always going to make the right decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, Your ultimate goal ought to be to glorify God. So you got to suck it up and be a man. <laughs> Talking to all y'all men, of course, because women can't be men. Um, <laughs> the The other thing you mentioned, like when you first brought up this, uh, this entire topic um, that you said your answer was to die to self every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way you said every day is key because, okay, guys, we're nine years in. I'm not the same person I was when I got married. 
<laughs> and what? Samantha, you're not the same woman that you were oh, when you no, got married. Oh no, most definitely. Um, so guess yeah. what? They're going to change, mm-hmm. and you have to. You did not. Your marriage vows were not just for the person at the altar, but um, for the person that they would continue to grow into for the rest of their life. Right. Um, you, yeah. You had said like you married the person, not who they used to be. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, and I'm learning this, especially in the area of kids where one day they like something and the next day they don't because <laughs> they're, they're, they're developing so rapidly mm-hmm. is that um, you have to stay on top of things. You can't just as I can be a pretty passive guy. Okay. So I'm just like, cool, whatever happens happens. And you know, like just kind of resting on my laurels of like, well, this worked in the past, so let's just keep doing it. And that doesn't work um, <laughs> because people change and, and because you're called to, um, yeah, it, like you said, die to yourself every day and like swallow your pride every day because, yeah, the things that you have been doing to for instance, just show appreciation for your wife uh, last week may not be the ways that would show appreciation for her the best this week. And guess what? You have to suck it up because <laughs> it's not about you, bro. Okay, cool. I think I'm done talking to the guys. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. Yeah, now if I'd actually take my advice. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... Yeah, and like dying to yourself includes repenting every single day. Yeah. Because guess what? You sin all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> so you have to repent every single day, which I think is what absolutely helps me the most in this area is um, just coming before God every day and repenting and asking God to like, obviously like confessing my sins, but, and asking him for forgiveness, but also like just asking him to, um, like humble me and show me my sins. Yeah. So that I can consistently repent of them. Um, and you guys, God is faithful to do that for you. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> he will humble you. Yeah. <laughs> he is very faithful to do that. He will show you your your sin struggles. Yes. Um. And so, yeah, just keeping that in mind, the certain things that I struggle with, and also just asking him to help me to mortify it, you know, to kill it. Um, right to have self-control. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. think the repentance is also really important for um, things like bitterness or things yes. that that grow over time. So I hadn't really realized it until I had started reading that book a few months ago that I told you about. about um, anger? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And how I do have this tendency towards bitterness like i think that's the the type of anger that i struggle with the most simply because a lot of the time like i said i'm kind of an easygoing guy and because i'm that way like a lot of little things that kind of annoy me i'll just kind of play off because i'm like it's not a big enough deal to make a big deal out of it you know so just like whatever i'll i'll get over it and then I don't get over it, you know, or I have to, I have to feel like I, I have to process through something in order to, to kind of like, to, to really think through what, what is going on. Um, and a lot of the times that can be me, like sometimes it's healthy of just like, okay, whatever, I'm, you know, just blow off stuff, whatever, you know, I'm not going to make a big deal. Um, but other times it's unhealthy and it actually does get under my skin and it stays there and I stay in a bad mood. And I, and like at the end of the day, I don't even realize why I'm in a bad mood. 
Um, but it's just a bunch of little things that have piled up that if I took the time to kind of think through what each of those little things were, I'd slap myself across the face and just be like, dude, it's not. Even. And your spouse can tell when something's bothering you. A lot of the time they can. <laughs> um, so that's where communication comes in. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Which is a big factor. <laughs> we should like do a podcast about that. What? Um, so yeah, that's the bitterness. Uh, tying that into repentance, because if you're actually seeking repentance and seeking to find the areas in which you struggle and you sin, uh, then daily repentance can re- can like show you and remind you, hey, what what am I doing wrong? Because it's so easy. I mean, like pride is like a form of drunkenness you can be in the thick of it and not even realize it Mm -hmm. you know like you're standing your ground and just being like no you don't see it the right way i know that i have it right right Um, like you think you're just standing up for i don't know whatever you name it yeah justice exactly the american way um and then you go before god and you're just like oh I screwed up, didn't I? <laughs> like, oh, look at everything you've forgiven me. Like, why am I being such a baby and holding on to this? And like... Which we're not saying that you shouldn't stand up for the truth. No, or, or justice or, or justice. the American way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know about the last one. But, <laughs> but there are good ways to do it and bad ways to do it. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Yeah, definitely. Well, and again, that's why I wanted to bring up at the start of this conversation that like we're talking about normative marriage issues. I'm not talking about extreme situations. If you're being walked all over, like. If you're um, being abused. Yes. Get away. Get help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Immediately. Um, So that's that's different. That's not. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. You don't need to repent of someone walking all over you. Um, but in the course of, yeah, a normative marriage situation, pride rears its ugly head. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're married, if, especially if you are stubborn and you're married to a stubborn person. So. <laughs> are you calling me stubborn right now? No, not at all. I'm saying if, if that happens, then you'll see that you need to repent. Often. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I'm not stubborn. No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just more vocally stubborn than he is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, If if you don't know us, that was total tongue in cheek. We both (laughs) have openly admitted how stubborn we can be since like since the beginning, you know. So since the beginning of time. (laughs) anyways yeah all right you have any more thoughts on uh sex and money sex and money i mean we haven't even talked about prostitution don't do it bad yeah don't do it sinful Okay. Well, if you guys have any thoughts on sex and money, then uh, you can contact us on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. Our email address is so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. We love it when we get emails from you guys. We will reply eventually. I promise it's going to happen. Send us emails. I like that. You should make a little stinger. Oh, send us emails. I don't know why I've had, I've had the seventh so heaven talk to me. theme song stuck. In my head for a while. And I have oh, no idea man. why. I haven't even watched it. Nice. I don't know where when it came I from. See happy faces <laughs> smiling back at me. Seventh heaven. You know there's Ooh, no seventh heaven. Love of the family. <laughs> where can you go? Our children are sleeping. Wow, when was the last time I watched Seventh Heaven? Oh my even, gosh. I don't know. When did it end? I uh, no, I stopped watching it way before it ended. It was probably early 2000s. Yeah. I think I, I stopped know. watching it around the time that Malcolm in the Middle came on. Mm. I just jumped onto the... I just remember towards the end, his middle daughter 
became middle. an ordained minister. Which one was? Oh, the blonde one. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, this took a turn. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't have any of those thoughts back then because I wasn't saved. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's like, whatever. She's just ministering. <laughs> Ordainly. Uh, yeah, you have any recommendations for the lovely listeners? Our lovely listeners. Recos, recos, recos. Um, I don't remember. Okay. My mind is gone. Where'd it go? Come back, okay. mind. Come back. Well, I'll, um, I'll throw a couple out there then. Uh, we were listening to a uh, Christian artist. Uh, who's pretty cool. We were listening to him in the backyard while we were hanging out today that I've recently gotten into. He shares my first name, Josh Garrels. If you don't know who he is, he's kind of an indie kind of guy. Oh, that's the guy um, we were listening nice. to yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Good stuff. So like check him, him out. It's nice. It's pretty chill. You know, I'd say kind of like a Sufjan Stevens kind of, um, oh, what's kind the Kind of bluesy. On. Right, right. A bluesy version of uh oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, it's like Sam Beam, but uh, the Endless Numbered Days. What is the name of one of the albums? Uh, I don't know the names of albums. Freaking a! Why can't I think of his name? I mean, well, his name, but his band name. Um, the the Shepherd's Dog is another album. What? Iron, Iron and Wine. And wine. Oh, okay, that's okay? funny. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Kind of like a bluesy version of Iron and Wine, mm. but he's a Christian dude. Um, yeah, just indie artists. Nice, nice chill, nice chill music. Um, so check him out, Josh Girls. Good stuff. Uh, the other reco, and I, I freaking held my tongue earlier when you talked about us uh, watching um, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, but I just found out if you have kids. There's a really helpful application you can download to your device. Um, that is a PBS Kids app. It's a PBS Kids video. And it's got PBS a ton of videos on there, like a ton of different shows that you can just scroll through. And I mean, they probably only have a, f- a handful of episodes of each show, but still like, you know, okay, okay. Got to be open and honest. We're not the best parents in the world. Honesty time. Our kids watch TV. Okay? <gasps> if your kids watch TV or screens of any kind, um, why not give them something good to watch? If you're not already giving, you know, you may be giving them something good to watch already. Okay, but but I mean, it's good to think through what you're putting in front of them, you know, and because it's going to affect them, no matter what it is, and yep. obviously it can affect them. When you're watching DuckTales, they can still learn about friendship, okay? Not saying it's bad, but um, some of these PBS shows are pretty cool. Like, say, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Okay, there's episodes of that on the PBS Kids video app. So check it out. There's Arthur on there. Gotta love Arthur. It's good stuff. (laughs) There's Elmo. Our kids love Elmo, even though he's kind of annoying. Every day when you're walking down the street. That's an original point of view. And I say, hey. Hey. What a wonderful kind. Have we already sung this song on an episode before? I don't know. I think we have. Why do we sing? I just, I can't help it. I sing all day, every day. Yeah. No, that's true. You can sing. Well, I just mean that, like, I just randomly sing whatever I'm doing at the time. Gotcha. So that's where the kids got it. (laughs) Awesome. I mean, I'm cool with it. They're, they, never mind. I'm making dinner. I'm making dinner. Like, I just Mm -hmm. sing about whatever I'm doing. up these eggs. (laughs) That's literally what I do. (laughs) Nice. I love it. I I just. Why don't you do that around me? I do. Are you self-conscious? No, I do it all the time. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, do you have any other <laughs> recommendations? Sing while you make dinner. It will turn your children into singers. Seriously, Boom. though. Our children love to sing. They do. Josie so... will just like lay in bed at night and sing herself to sleep. It's so cute. Though. She can't even say words, guys, <laughs> but she sings. She's <sighs> like, and 
My heart, my soul. So cute. Oh, I love that little girl. And then Ollie's just like, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Does he, does he say blessings now? He doesn't I don't know. say bless you anymore. He used to say bless <laughs> he you, He did Flo. used to say bless you. Oh, it's so cute. No, he's, he's probably gotten better at that. But I what mean, real it? talk, he probably Can sings the ABCs way more than Doxology. What? What is here below? He says, I don't remember. Anyways, it's, it's just really cute, cute to hear them sing. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, my heart. He does know the Doxology, which is amazing that... That kid just memorizes stuff. It's crazy. Josie can sing hallelujah. Mm-hmm. She sang hallelujah in yep. the car the other day. And amen. So cute. And amen. She can sing yep. amen at the end of doxology. Pretty sweet. Anyways, so this is our time of just bragging on our kids. <laughs> I'm sure you love it when we talk about how awesome our kids are. We'll try and we're those... record it for y'all someday. Oh, dang. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do for episode 50. Just, just have a our compilation of, of our kids <laughs> singing different songs. Yeah, there we go. Then it could be our new intro. <laughs> oh man, ideas, ideas. We need to put these mics away. So it's it don't, dangerous. Yeah. All right. Any, any closing thoughts? Did you have any recommendations you came up with? No. Cool. None. All right. Well then, till next time, homies. Peace it out. Oh, wait, I do have a reco. Okay. If you're trying to potty train your child, just take their pants off. Do it. Just have them run around naked booty all day long. Mm-hmm. It's actually working, which is crazy. It's amazing. Like, I mean, it was a little weird at first having Ollie run around oh, yeah. naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he just, like, you don't even have to tell him anything. He's just like, oh, and runs to the, like, the little potty, sits down on it, and goes. Whereas beforehand, it was like, no, he would not sit on the potty. Mm-hmm. And then you just take his diaper off, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll go on the potty. What is that? Yep. I don't yep. understand it, but it's worked. It's worked so far. I'm sure every kid is different, but it's amazing how well this has worked for us. And this was an idea that was given to us by our friend. Yes. So shout out Medina's. You guys Medina's. rule. Medina's. It's it's actually working. See, I, I don't even have control over it. I just sing random. There you go. Randomly. Sorry. No, it's okay. I liked it. That should be our ending theme. Martina. Is that The Simpsons? Yes, it is. Sorry. Go talk to your spouse. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>